it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Here's in San Francisco. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. There is a space which I live in. Which is called the It is called the Kelly, morning after Maggie O'Brien's nine o'clock hours. We broadcast from the Michelob Ultra Studios. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carb. Sponsor of the studios here on the Ryan Kelly morning after nine o'clock hour with Maggie O'Brien's has the design air heating and cooling email of the day coming your way at 945. Send yours in. Compete against the greats. Go to TMASTL.com. Get the Adam Sandler tickets on the app or go to TMASTL.com to sign up for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Become the Listener of the Month at TMASTL.com. Joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, the Colonel, presented by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency in Webster Groves, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net, or just Google them and see 305 five-star reviews for the service they provide at James Carlton, 314-961-4800, or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Net. Hmm. Doug, it's the Colonel. Okay. Morning, Colonel. Hello, Colonel. Uh, Gabe. Yeah, let me just deal with these Fisher-Price <laughs> headphones real quick. Oh, for heaven's <laughs> sakes. There you go, Gabe. Your headphones don't work? No, the fact that the cord is about two feet long. Oh. Gabe, are you there? Am I on the radio now? Well, I think <laughs> so. <laughs> Sorry you had to hear that. That's all right. How are your What's headphones? Up, guys? How are you? We're okay. You? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. All right. Gabe, how are you going to handle things on Saturday when Missouri's playing Alabama and your Chiefs are playing the Jaguars? Where'd he go? Gabe is gone. Oh, oh, oh the worst has happened. I'll call we need back. cameras that happen. what happens on the weekends here. It's just plain and simple. What do you think went on? Just technological issues every time we come back from a weekend. Somebody break. messed it's with the leaders. Absolutely crazy. Like, everything happens. Well, weren't you here just yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> I guess when you interview porn stars, you just melt the whole mainframe. Uh, oh. 
Okay. The board had to like cleanse itself. What is just There's gunk and everything in there. Was he back? Is Gabe back? I don't know. I see it. No, no. no. Inches. Okay. Well, that was a short segment with Gabe. Changed As one question, didn't really get an answer. The Colonel. He had enough. Mm-hmm. Is he back? Uh, we we have so. a red X to him right now, but I think that means Jackson's He's calling, not back at all. Talking to him. <laughs> Doug James okay. Carlton presents it. You can send an email in on this segment the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Right. And KG in O-Town's mad. He said he called in to defend his good name, and nobody is... Nobody's answering the phone? <laughs> Honestly, I think. What's we're, Jackson doing back there? Let's just run. Let's just run basket programming. I'm fine Sinbad, with that. Right cue now. up Sinbad. <laughs> oh, I can. Sinbad I can cue up Sinbad right now. Could you? We could play Sinbad within the thing, ten seconds. All right. It's a twenty minute. We could do that and go right to email. <sighs> Guys, this show rules. That's from Kevin's brother Jack Demoff. Turvis Parrish says maybe the people using the technology are just bad at their basic job functions. Mm. That's from Turvis Parrish. He's not happy now. Game's back on hold. In Game KG and O Town, I'm dealing with like a bunch of different stuff back here. So KG and O Town, Jackson is dealing with a bunch of stuff. Like uh, it's more important than singular oh. listeners' calls. Oh, wow. oh, oh coming down oh, on him hard. God, oh the my. people's elbow to the listeners. <laughs> my I love that. Goodness. Uh, Colonel, are you back? Oh, I, I'm back for now. I'm dealing with almost nothing, but can't manage to apparently get my phone to work. So, yeah. oh. <laughs> Gabe, Missouri plays Alabama Saturday, but the Chiefs play the Jaguars. How are you going to handle? Well, I'm going to give anyone who might be listening who also reads what I write um, fair warning that what I write Saturday I anticipate will not be one of my better efforts. Oh wow! Um, I will I will be at Mizzou Arena, um, but through the beauty of streaming, I may be maybe watching the Chiefs game from time to time. Mm. Don't you have an associate that could cover the Mizzou game just just once so you could watch the Chiefs? I do. I, I do. I, I actually have another guy that's there all the time. Um, but you know, it's it's the number four team in the country. I feel like if this was uh, if this was Georgia, I would I would not be in attendance. But um, you know, I, I make I make nine figures for a reason, guys. Yeah, well, nine figures. Did you know that, Doug? No, yeah. a lot of a lot of numbers after the decimal point. Yeah, right? yeah. All right. I think you're overlooking the. I think you're thinking the Chiefs are just going to walk into the next round. That's what I no, think. No, I've, I've watched this team long enough. That doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, what do you make of the way Mizzou oops played the last couple of weeks, losing to Texas A&M, Florida here back to back? Not really very yeah, close mean, games. We've talked about it. It's not that complex. They shot 38 percent and were 10 of 49 from three point range. Uh, they're not good enough to to win that way. I mean, there are teams that can survive a thirty-eight point shooting or thirty-eight percent shooting night, but there are teams who are significantly better on defense. This team is built to win by scoring eighty-five points. Um, that's kind of what they have to do, and they weren't close to that either time. Um, the A and M game, you know, was uh, I mean, they got such a huge hole, and then I, I was. I kind of like uh, hearing what Dennis Gates said after the game because it was actually what I had just gotten done writing. They cut that lead down to four, and for some reason they were still playing defense like they were down 20 points. Yeah. And he said, hey, I should have called a timeout. I should have calmed them down, backed them off, instead of continuing to attack, and we fouled. And, and they did. And, and he's right. Hey, mistake. 
He admitted it. That's the way it goes. The Florida game, I just thought was, for some reason, it took Todd Golden 25 minutes to figure out that he had Colin Castleton on his team and that Missouri wasn't going to be able to deal with him on either end of the floor. Now, I liked what Gates said after that game less. uh, He seemed to intimate it was more about officiating and not getting calls than it was about Colin Castleton, and I strongly disagree with that. Yeah, they don't have much of an answer when the other team's got a seven-footer that's got a, a good inside game. Yeah, and I mean, the problem is as much when Missouri's on offense as it is when when that seven-footer's on offense. I mean, they were, they were missing layups, uh, and I thought in the second half got to a point where they were hesitant to to shoot the ball inside, so they were kicking it out, and they had some open threes, but, I mean, they just made nothing in that game. I, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I, I think it was something like six for 19 or, or something like that from three. They, they It may not even have been that good. I mean, they just did not shoot the ball well at all the last couple of games. Uh, Gabe Darren brought to you by James Carlton here in the Ryan Kelly morning after, usually on Mondays, holiday yesterday, so he's with us on Tuesdays. Uh, percentage you would give Missouri to make the NCAA tournament? If memory serves, Colonel, you wrote on uh, 10 things uh, for Monday morning, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, you said you thought it was about a coin flip right now. Is that correct? I think it's a little better than a coin flip. I mean, I went through game by game, and basically what Missouri has to do is protect its home court, I, I'm I'm chalking up Alabama as as a loss simply because Alabama's that good right now. I'm not saying Missouri can't win that game at home, but you can lose that one. But if you win the rest of your games at home, all you got to do is win one road game, maybe two, and you're in. You know, you, you go win at Ole Miss and you know Georgia or LSU or Mississippi State, any of these places. I mean, probably the the two biggest challenges where you're looking and saying, hey, these these would be big wins would be Arkansas tomorrow night. And then Iowa State on uh, a week from Saturday, those are home games. But if you win those two games, you know, I I really think that it would be surprising to me if Missouri does not make the tournament. Yeah, and and they still play Tennessee, Auburn. Those are ranked teams, too. The schedule's pretty tough the rest of the way. Those are both road games, and, and those are games that you look at and go, hey, those are probable losses, but that's okay. Like playing those games is going to help your strength to schedule, and losing them is not going to keep you out of the tournament. I mean, I think twenty-one and ten going to Nashville has this team most likely in the NCAA tournament. Um, to to be sure about it, you would you would want to avoid you know a first round loss against like one of the really bad teams in the league. But I, I still think that that the arrow is definitely pointed that way. I would I would put it at better than fifty percent and. You know, they're not as good as we started to hope maybe they were after the Kentucky game or as a lot of fans started to believe. And I think we talked about this last week. I mean, I said, look, my my barometer is still what do they need to do to get in? I think a lot of people after that Kentucky game started to talk about, okay, how high can the seed be? And that was that was probably a week too early. You know, so you need to go split these Arkansas and Alabama games. Um, and, and then if you can beat Iowa State, if you do that and beat Iowa State at home, then I'm willing to start talking about, okay, it, it's going to take some, some bad losses to not get it. Colonel, uh, some signings uh, this weekend were uh, transfer portal news over Commitment, the weekend? Yeah. Yeah, what do we yeah, got going they got, on? Uh, got a wide receiver named Dennis Jackson from Ole Miss. Um, hasn't been 
all that productive in Oxford. Uh, they, they went and got four transfer wide receivers before last year, so he kind of got squeezed out yeah. this season and, and hit the portal before the season start, started. But he's a really fast kid, you know, and, and speed – you're always willing to give it a look. Uh, they got a, a St. Louis kid, a Cardinal Ritter guy, uh, Joe Moore, who is Joe Moore the third, I believe, is, and he is the son of former Missouri running back in the seventy or in the sixties, uh, Joe Moore, who was the school's all-time leading rusher. He went to Arizona State, spent a couple years there, hit the portal, committed to Washington, pulled out, is coming to Missouri. Uh, and, and it's pretty interesting, before Marvin Burks, Missouri in the Rivals era had not signed a kid out of Cardinal Ritter, uh, who graduated from Cardinal Ritter. They got Marvin Burks, they've now got Joe Moore, and of course Luther Burden spent a couple years there. So those three guys were kind of tweeting back and forth about about getting the band back together. And then they got a safety out of uh, Florida State, a kid named Sidney Williams. He's actually Chris Abrams' drained cousin. So, you know, they're, they're adding pieces and... Uh, and and we'll see there's still, I think, a, a decent amount to happen in the portal in the next three months. Why do you think they wouldn't have had any luck at, at Cardinal Ritter? Or, or is, is that narrative still out there somehow, that, that Mizzou's not such a great place to go in the, if you're a player from the city of St. Louis? Well, no, I, I mean, I, look, I don't know the people at Ritter and the, the coaches. I mean, I know there have been a couple schools, um, and, and I don't see any need to air it on radio. I mean, people who pay attention to this stuff know some of them that yeah Missouri wasn't getting a kid out of there and that goes back a a long time and and nobody changed it um whether that was an individual coach or the school or whatever I don't know I don't know that 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 was the case at Ritter Uh, I mean I I think they've started turning out a lot more guys in the last few years than maybe they they had previously um I'd have to go back and look to see exactly who the kids were and where they went, but I, I don't know. Just kind of one of those things that that they'd never gotten one of those guys, and uh, and Missouri fans just kind of resigned themselves to the fact, hey, we're not going to get one of those guys. And, and obviously, the one you would love to have is Jamison Williams. Uh, but then, uh, hey, they've got a couple now, and and so obviously, if that was a thing, it's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. Gabe Diarman brought to you by James Carlton every Monday this week on Tuesday here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Colonel, appreciate the time as always, sir. Thank you so much. Yeah, hey, guys, if you want me to hang up and just have Jackson call me a couple more times and stuff like that, I'm good. Oh, for crying out loud. (laughs) There it is. The Colonel with us here on the Ryan Kelly Morning Mm. After brought to you by James Carlton, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. Yeah, that's it. That's where you go. That's actually where you go. Uh, Plowhawk, how's the technology working now? We're all good. All good, baby. Yep, fixed it. So So KG No Town can call in and... Well, no, that was never the issue. We just didn't have time (laughs) It's not like I wasn't trying to take a shot at any listener, but like if something on a technology side that has to get done, needs to get done, I'm going to take precedence over that than uh, answering phones. And we appreciate it like myself. And I hope people understand that. It's good that Drinkowitz is... Having his players it's just drink wits. It's not drink a wits. Uh, until he starts winning. It's just drink wits. Having his players no, call Bailey's former teammates and crap. players calling their cousins to get these two-star recruits. Oh, jeez. Gosh. <laughs> he would get in a car the man live. over the weekend. Yes, I saw that. that. In Columbia. <laughs> that kind He'll get of, you. Now, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything, but Nick Saban it's never getting a car <laughs> oh towed oh at the University God. of Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Probably not. This is a reach. It may be a reach. Well, they got Pinkle on drunk driving in Columbia, too. 
They don't play around in Columbia, I guess. Columbia parking. They'll, they'll give you a ticket if you're two minutes over. Oh, yeah. Good morning. You guys operate like the McDonald's on Hampton. <laughs> That's not inaccurate. The definition of insanity is doing something over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Plowsy, maybe get some new headphones. That's from the 618. That, that definition of insanity is such BS. I oh, agree. Is bad about a definition. It's completely wrong. That's, not, that's literally not the definition of insanity. No, it isn't. It's not even close. That was Paying $60 for headphones that I don't absolutely need is insanity. That was, that that's was, insanity. That, but that definition comes from Einstein doing scientific experiments saying if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to get the same result. That was his, it says it's insane to keep trying the same thing and expecting something different in scientific experiments, not just in life in general. It's, it's like the worst cliche of all time. Yeah, I'm with you, Doug. Well, headphones aren't 60 bucks, and I wish you would get a pair, because every time you turn your head and it hits the sun, it blinds me. I hear people complaining that it's like a disco ball. Like <laughs> we got, I got you, we got you some backups that Carly Lawrence was kind enough to yeah, get. Yeah, but, but they feel like they just came out of like a... They're for whatever like reason kind of sticky. Like a, yeah, it's like a sticky sacky. Oh, sticky sacky. Mm. They're skull like, candies. Sticky sacky. They are skull candies. They're purple. <laughs> yeah, they felt like they're literally dipped in candy. Like, <laughs> just sticky nonsense. I made that company famous by wearing wow. their headset. Oh, just you, huh? Nobody heard of them until I started wearing my skull candies. Then, mm-hmm. and then what? Then Nautica jumped up to like thirty billion in annual revenue. Oh, all I had to do was talk about them. <laughs> well, here's another slogan, a cliche that's awful. Nice, we got Doug going. <laughs> it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Not true at all. If you break your neck and you're paralyzed, it didn't kill you. You're not stronger. If you have cancer and gone through cancer treatments and you're still struggling to stay alive, you're not stronger. It's just wrong. It's a bad cliche. I wish we'd stop it. Yeah, everybody's a poet. Yeah. Everybody's Edgar Allan Poe mm. running around there <laughs> with their truth wands. But the insanity one, that, that angers me because you hear it all the time. And it makes no it's sense. It's not true. It isn't. <laughs> Eat your carrots. It won't kill you. They're not going to make me stronger either. Eat your carrot. Who says eat your carrots? To, <laughs> it's an absolute you. mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, carrots are full of vitamin no A. Uh, just, just name something that you didn't like as a kid, and your mom said, "Eat it. It won't kill you." No, it won't. Right, they make me stronger either. So well, I'm, carrots. I'm, I'm are agreeing good for with you. you. What are you bitching about? Well, carrots are good for you, though. They're good for you. Your parents were right. I was just one. using any kind of vegetable. Okay. My Brussels sprouts. Very good for you. Oh, they smell so bad. What about the brine? Bro- broccoli? Yeah, what, that's a cancer brine? <laughs> Look, people complain about us warming stuff up. Learn one day warmed up some Brussels sprouts, and that stuff stung for two days. I'm Boy, howdy. It's... Yeah. That's when I knew I was getting old, when I would sit down to dinner and really enjoying the vegetables as much as anything. I said, what, what happened to me? Didn't you get bottomless broccoli or Red Robin? I did. I used to hate vegetables. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got, somewhere you got a side of veggies that was almost criminal. I forgot where it was, but we were all pissed. <laughs> Probably a giant, giant bucket of broccoli. What am I doing eating that stuff? Yeah, when, I was, when I was young, I would never eat anything that was green. A bean? Are you kidding me? To this day, I won't eat a pea. I don't enjoy things in a pod. I like beans. Green beans can be okay. Yeah. Oh, the pit beans at Salt and Smoke. Hello. I, I don't care for a pit bean. Oh. When I was living in my old apartment, we had this bag of broccoli in the freezer, and it spilled into the ice maker. Mm-hmm. And so for the rest of the time we were at this apartment, all our ice tasted like broccoli. Oh. It was the worst. It was didn't drink water with ice anymore. 
Well, we just dump that ice out and let it make new. No, it was like it seeped into the maker itself. There was nothing we could do. There was no cleaning product strong enough. Frozen mm. broccoli, what's that dripping? Lust? Mm. Mm. Water. Brine? Yeah. But it's frozen. There's no water coming out of it. No, it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It smelled forever. It was brutal. Well, I'd have gotten a new ice maker. We're renting at this place. We were only there for a year. Not going to make a big fuss out of it. I absolutely hate myself for loving this show. That's from mm. Arbor Dave. Okay. Don't hate yourself. <laughs> Love yourself. Mm. Hate me. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger might be a bad saying, but Doug, anal is the way is a great saying for us. No, it isn't. It is. Who was that, Tim? A retired air marshal who's up for the oh, Milagro Tequila. Oh, Listener of the month. He's just got himself suspended again. He's got a run of, he's the last three people to be suspended. That one cost him two days' time on the suspension list. Can you Don't get? Expect it feels real good. Can you get Listener of the Month when you've been suspended three times? I wouldn't think so. You, you won't, won't get, get my vote. Anyway. Won't get my vote. Uh, guys, just to be clear, the guy who was chastising the Cardinals earlier for not spending enough won't chip in 60 bucks so he can do his job. It's like your studio is a big self-awareness vacuum. That's from Arbor Day. So I'm not, be, I'm not capable of doing my job with the current headphones? Again, this isn't the problem with the listeners. They, they try to talk. The listeners try to talk. Like they would just sit there and just enjoy the program that we provide them is one thing. Like it, Sometimes it's up to them to provide like the program. It's not like I don't have a mic in front of me and they go, well, if you want to function correct, we just buy another mic. Well, right. everything works. I wouldn't mind having an extra 6 to 12 inches on the cord. That'd be mm. nice. Yeah, But I'm not going out and spending money just for that. Convenience. Have you asked anyone here if there's another set of headphones somewhere in the building? No. <laughs> we usually don't take, like, priorities. I don't want to make a hustle or a fuss with anybody. Well, you don't have to make a fuss. Just say, I was wondering if somewhere in the production room or where we store the equipment, if there might be a, a headphone that, that has a little longer cord. That, that No one would take offense to that question. They just say it's sitting right next to the golf video. Oh, oh, oh my God! No. Hit the taking shot Tuesday, baby. Come wow. on! Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Everybody, you know, Town gets the brisket shot. Joey <laughs> right. gets the golf video shot. The brisket shot was definitely funny. I will guarantee it'll be done in 2023. There you go. How about that? Okay. And I'm I got, excited to watch it. And I got these at Walgreens for like 23 bucks. I know, but again, your cord isn't as long as these. Long enough. Can you use one of these maybe and, and lengthen it? A connector is there a way to... the fact is that this one used to work <laughs> about six months ago. Yeah, the got, fact that you're plugged into the wrong box. Well, you got yours reason. plugged well, no, into I my box. I can't yeah. because the other one doesn't work. Uh, yeah, it right. works for my headphones though. Let me try. It. Well, try it again. Try the other box, Plowsy. By all means, sure. Here's an adapter if you need that. If that helps. I think I do. Okay. How about now? Can you hear anything? Is it working? How about now? Check, Hello, check, London. One, Mayday. Two. Mayday. Not working. Dog, gone it. Nope. Pull it halfway out. Halfway out of the sprocket. How Hello, about now? Check, check, check. No. London. Mayday. Mayday. Nope. Nothing. No, back into my hole. Mm. Clip what? That <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> mm. This is why me and Iggy get well, along okay. so well. <laughs> Go bang on the fan page for some new headphones, you bum. That's from Ray King. <laughs> I will, douche. That's the play. That's the play. Right? I need... 
The listeners got, bear some be responsibility. will be here tomorrow afternoon. Got, got, a, got a 44-inch TV for my Madison's cousin. Did you really? Page. I did. How much? Somebody just sent you like a... No, I picked it up in uh, Chesterfield. He was a super nice guy. Oh, um, just wanted me to donate to Jay's charity, which I, I did. It was easy. It was quick and simple. Um, and, yeah, I'm just going to recycle it anyway. So the fan page does great wonders. But I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it for headphones. Because it's not an issue. I kind of think it's funny that the disco ball is, like, in play. It blinds yeah. me. It blinds we see me. it in the, behind you. <laughs> Every right. time you turn your head to the sun, it just blinds Yeah, me. it's... And I didn't notice it until I saw, like, the reflection in, like, a huge mural on the it is, wall. Yeah. Look at the wall. Like a disco it's... ball. I think I think a lot of this is on the listeners. <laughs> Thank you. If Doug, they want a decent show, you. buy us the equipment. What do you think? We're carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders if here. If you want an opinion on this show, then you have to step up financially. Right. right. Sweat equity. Make it happen. You think no, we're going to buy the, the equipment for our own jobs? I don't think so. Longer cords and headphones? Hello, yeah. listeners. Amazon wish list. Oh, yeah. uh, Mr. 63011. Oh, go ahead. He wants to talk about anal. <laughs> oh, you could have interrupted that. No, somebody mentioned anal a minute ago. It was the guy who got suspended. <laughs> retired air marshal. Oh. Who I understand is on hold with KG and O-Town. Oh, nuts. Uh, not KG and O-Town. Oh, retired air marshal is unhappy about his suspension, Doug. Oh, but we, uh, we did talk to Katie Cush about anal, so that's coming up, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that uh, podcast drops at 10 o'clock today. Mm. Pepper could- and Genie. Maddie Dreads, Katie Cush. Boom. I think it's worth okay. a listen. I can't wait to listen. It's 48 or 50 minutes. I mean, we get into some stuff. I think we ask some pretty decent questions. Um, and we got, I think, yeah, like I said, she was super nice. And she kind of opened up uh, with a lot of the questions. So. Well, there's one point, Plaza said. It was probably after like 30 minutes. He goes, All right, I know you guys got to go. We're going to wrap this up. I said, We're not wrapping anything up. And then we did go another 20 minutes after yeah. that. It was good. Like like I said, I was really happy. I can't wait to listen. Maddie mm. Dredd. Did you talk about Abigail Mack? I don't know if we brought Abigail I up. I don't think. When we asked her who she wanted to work with, she brought up a bunch of people I never heard of. Yeah, porn's ever-changing, so I don't know some of the uh, the. Well, sure. Like you always said that. The parents find their daughters, <laughs> they bring them home, and then another runaway winds up in front of the camera. But Matt Dredd's actually brought up a great idea of interviewing a porn director once a week or interviewing somebody in the porn industry, maybe j- not just, you know, a a superstar star with, but somebody else that's in the business, maybe a marketing personnel, and talk about the ins and outs of everybody's, you know, job. I think that's a We good did that idea. on Biffin Show, and then we got canceled. Well, mm. different management this time around. On the up and up. Hill. No hot dog stands are going to get in the way of well, great interviews. I don't know. But I'm excited for uh, to get the feedback. You know, well, there's sure. certainly going to be negative feedback. There are always listeners that are not happy with everything. <laughs> Which no. um, makes it easier for them to complain about everything. Captain, Captain right. Jack is asking when it's going to be up. And really? Is it really? Yeah. He said, I can't find it. I said, well, it's not up yet. We'll put it up. And then Katie Cush retweeted that, that it'll be up today. So she she wants to hear it, too. Yeah, Things she was happening, nice. Doug. Texted to her about really? featuring. She uh, going to talk to her agent and uh, try to get out here sometime this summer, which would be awesome. Yeah, we'll put her in touch with Wolf. <laughs> get her on the program the day before or, you know, that morning of a... Uh, feature and have ourselves a little YouTube sensation. Guys, it's unfortunate that Plowsy's headphones don't work, but that his microphone does. That's from Beer <laughs> Man, that guy is such a chode. Oh. I have no words. <sighs> and my headphones work. Again, it's not it's not a non working situation. They do work. 
but reaching all the way to the phone, like I don't have enough cord, so I have to take off my headphones. It certainly is annoying. <laughs> mm. I'm sure it's annoying for you when you're delivering for Amazon that somebody messes with oh! your seat. <laughs> oh, oh. God, we are career shaming on this show. We really are. On scorched earth. Scorching, today, yeah, thank you. We are just scorched earth. That's about 25 bucks an hour, I think. I'll take. All right, now I take it back. Who's <laughs> <laughs> making more than us? No, me. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Uh, Doug, a retired Air Marshal's not happy about being suspended, and he wants to talk about it. Okay. Ram. I like how it, we abbreviated it to RAM. There we go. Oh, did, did someone call me the RAM today? No. no that's why I put oh. it on the phone. Oh, the RAM. Pay, pay no attention I mean, to it. Always, Continue. Yeah, it can always, it can always be RAM or, uh, you know, Douchey, the retired Air Marshal, as Iggy called me. What is this guy waving me down for? Sorry, I'm on Manchester right here in Kirkwood. Are they redoing this entire road for you, Tim? Uh, yeah, there is some construction on Manchester. I don't know what that's yeah, about. Yeah, I think this guy just, he's waving me down. He said, yeah, we're doing this for Tim McKernan. I was like, wow, that's a little bit of a lemming move. Okay. He's back in the truck <laughs> up in the middle of the road. But okay. You notice every caller we have, they either stop to talk to a drive through person or stop to talk about what's going on on the road. What do you want me to do, Iggy? Uh, uh, well, we don't care what... What he road you're on? In front of my car. Would you like me to just drive through him? Like no, you, you don't have to tell us. You don't have to explain to us show? what you're doing. And then throw well, in a throw in do... a made up Tim reference. It's not made up. They're doing construction on on Manchester. Well, you know what? That's not besides. That's, that is besides the point. I'm calling him because Doug. What, what's going on, man? Why? Why? You said I got the last four suspensions now. The last three and and four. The last five. Yeah. Because you're vile. What's going on with us? You're vile. Look, the radio, people always say, oh, Doug's such a different person on TV. But you're not. You're a different person on the radio, though. Why are you uncomfortable with our relationship being public? Well, we've got no relationship. I don't even know you. I'll be honest. You know, every time Doug every time Doug suspends you, you get kind of a chubby and mm. you enjoy it. No, mm. no. I'm not like when Tim says your name. That doesn't happen with me. Or when Tim accepts you, okay? That doesn't happen with mm. me and Doug, okay? Oh. Mm. However, as an olive branch to Doug, I... What just happened? Was there a drop I missed? No, no, no. Just a lot of moaning okay, from <laughs> from Doug. No, I'm not moaning. <laughs> oh, not now. <laughs> oh, you so uh, and so. As an olive branch, though, um, I know you guys have possibly remembered my songs that I've sang this year. I had "Steadfast Brian," which was to the tune of uh, Cassie Moore, and then I redid the opening song about Doug, but. Doug, I wanted to let you pick the next song that I do because, like I said, I just want to kind of pair up our relationship. That way we can still hang out tonight. Well, we're not hanging out tonight or any other night. Just stop being so okay, vile. I don't have a song for you. Well, no, I have a song I'm going to let you pick. So the next song that I write, it can either be Can I Get Your Autograph, which is going to be based off a photograph, and it's going to be about Iggy. Okay. Or, or you can have Jackson's a Virgin, which is going to be based off of Like a Virgin. So oh. which one would you like me to write next uh, can i get your autograph can i get your autograph okay mm -hmm. and then and then my last thing is um Fozzie, i just want to say you're doing great and i love the headphones um but then my last last thing is doug like i hope you understand that no matter if you're suspending me or not we're still going to get it on tonight okay. and you can't suspend me from going into your back okay door. put him down okay put him down cutty's mic didn't see that one coming his suspension just got troubled He's now been suspended a period of six days' time. It's getting so old. Hmm. 
you are, will not be voting for the retired Air Marshal either. You look a bit crestfallen. Ah, it's just the same every day. You just dribble, dribble, dribble until yeah. he wants to get into your pants. And then it's well, potted down and that's it. Well, he needed to be potted down. Probably a little earlier than he was. I really want to punch this guy. That's from Jimmy Buffett's cute feet. You think any of our listeners have punched each other? Yes. They have? Yeah. yeah. Sadly, they care just enough. This call is very unfunny and trying way too hard. Again, for the 100th time, unless it's Carl Adam or Stephen Wilde would do not answer the phone. Mm. Well, now I'm getting mixed signals. When I don't answer the phones, it's, you know, World War III. But if it's anybody but Adam or Steve, then I get, you know, yeah, welcome, no win. Welcome to my world. Can't even stay in there for a whole segment. <laughs> ah, tell him to shut up. <laughs> yeah, you're right, <laughs> Iggy, uh, what can I do to get your vote for the Milagro Tequila <laughs> Mister mm. of the Month? That's from Mr. Licks. It'll be halfway decent. Yes. It limits it, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't even know who listens to the show. Just because you called doesn't make you a listener of the year. Guys, Dan Marshall's better than the retired Air Marshal. Thanks. That's from Jack mm. Wagner's ghostwriter for his blog. I don't think he has a blog. Hey, Ram, stand in the middle of Manchester and play chicken with a dumb truck. That's from Beer Cats. Mm. Is it a dump truck? <laughs> it was a little play with words, I think. That's funny. Well, <laughs> you know, a lot of people aren't happy with us. Doug, uh, Al Michaels was on the call of the Jaguars comeback win on Saturday night. Take a listen yeah. to the enthusiasm he and Tony Dungy had as the Jaguars God, came back great for the third biggest was. comeback in the history. Okay, I'd love to hear. Of this is one of the more embarrassing things we hear. Likely on Kansas City. Here we go for the win. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that is, that's beyond I'm dead overall. serious. In the moment, while I was watching it, uh, I was like, what in the hell? Did I, that's so, it was so bad, it was surprising. And usually, if everyone on social media shares an opinion and starts ganging up to get likes and such... I automatically, it's my own fault, I automatically take the other position subconsciously, I have found. It's a flaw on my part. Because mm. sometimes they're right. And in this case, I didn't realize it, but this became, I, I mean, it's like I went to Twitter, how about Al Michaels' call? But then I saw that it, it was it's such an issue that Al Michaels' call uh, was so highly criticized that he wound up doing an interview as he flew back to Los Angeles from the game with Andrew Marchand of the New York Post. And uh, he said the following, uh, I was very happy with the call. I had never worked with Tony Dungy and it felt extremely comfortable. It was like doing two different games, first half and second half. Tons of fascinating strategy. Nothing like postseason in any sport. I must have gotten a hundred texts from folks who were very happy to see me back on NBC. Read some comments that we didn't sound excited enough. That's internet compost. Oh, really? <laughs> but it isn't because he sounded like it was like a, a field goal in like the second quarter. You know me as well as anyone. No screaming, no yelling, no hollering. It's television. Ellipses and captions are sufficient when pictures tell the story. 
Marshawn said, I'd say, uh, he said, I'm not doing a game for over-the-top YouTube hits. <laughs> what do you think? And Marshawn said, I'd say it lacked energy, which is a combo of your style combined with Tony's demeanor. If you were with, say, Collinsworth, it probably goes unnoticed because he'd fill those gaps. So I do think the combo lacked energy in one of the great comebacks. Your opinion on that? Michael said, I thought the energy was much better once Jacksonville made it a game. 27 nothing makes it difficult to make it sound like more than what it is. Yeah. One of the things that I think makes Tony so good is that he doesn't overtalk and load it up with unneeded blather. He's measured, but almost everything he says has relevance and poignancy. A lot of folks who understand this industry are annoyed with the over-the-top yelling that makes a game sound like an offshoot of talk radio, and I'm in that corner. But there are others who obviously think otherwise. Don't you find it ironic that the most understated announcer of all time was the iconic Pat Summerall, and before that, Ray Scott? And lots of folks still yearn for that style. One size doesn't fit all. Uh, Doug, here is uh, Pat Summerall as Kurt Warner throws the ball to oh, yeah. Ricky Prohl. He didn't say much. Warner. Go ahead. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Oh, Touchdown. No. no, it's me. Oh. oh. I don't, I Warner. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown. And he had Jesus. John Madden with him, <clears throat> who would certainly fill the guys. <laughs> Ghosting them like an OK Cupid Halloween party. John Stamos, full house, get him out of there, baby! <laughs> That's not Al Michaels, I'm guessing. <laughs> Maybe he's just so used to calling just crap games all year that yeah. he's just used to it. He but, got beaten down. Yeah. Didn't, but he, didn't he leave NBC? They don't have enough announcers no, he to was, bring he him was, back? He was removed. Al Michaels was let go by NBC. Yeah, he talks about Amazon. that in this interview as well. So why, why is he back there? I'm here this. They, they, need, uh, they needed somebody there in this weird spot. Last year, do you recall who got the call and was big time criticized? on Olsen? Nope. Uh, NBC playoff. Initials, please. DB. Uh, Don Brown? No. The guy with the commercials? Uh, Dusty Baker? Dusty Baker <laughs> didn't do it. <laughs> Dick Buckus? Fun call. Dick, nope. Dirk Benedict? Former quarterback. Uh, oh, Drew Bledsoe. Dick Butkus? No. Drew Bledsoe, really? Wasn't it? Drew Brees? No. Oh, Brock. Okay. I, got, I got the most Brock? name right. Yeah. I, thought, I forgot Jackson. his first name. Well, I already gave it. Drew Brees. I already gave oh. the answer. <laughs> Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Keep guessing. Brock Lesnar, Brock Dusty Baker, <laughs> and it basically ended his color commentary career right there. The game went. Mm -hmm. so I think it was the Bengals and Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. And it was awful. And Tony, so they had so NBC has one game a week, so they only have one crew. But on Wild Card Weekend, they get two games, so they have to, you know, go into the. They got nobody else in their stable of announcers? So that's how Tony Dungy, who's usually, if I'm not mistaken, he's in studio. Mm, yeah. And then they bring Al Michaels in, and Tony Dungy is just, you know. But the games oh, it's, on mel it's, dry. it's milk toast. Well, the games it was Mike Tirico with Chris Collinsworth for the Ravens and Bengals weren't on they Sunday. two separate nights? They were. Well, do double work. <laughs> Joe Buck would. Yeah, Joe Buck used to do that all the time. Fly to the next city and do that. It's not like you're... Talking to players, you can't do a game without talking to players. I find Al Michaels a little weird not to just be... He clearly knows there was not a lot of passion or energy. And I understand his his comparisons with Summerall, and I, I, I get that. But but he was really defending that call, and that was an awful call. Like, that, that was a terrible game-winning call. I Whether share he, his opinion on what has become... I, I think it was the Gus Johnson effect. Oh, yeah. 
where it, but Gus Johnson, it happened organically, and then I think he realized it kind of became a brand, and so then he just kept doing it. One hundred percent. You think that's why? Because he was calling NCAA tournament games, and he'd wind up getting buzzer beaters, and it would be like, "Oh, Gus Johnson's on the call. We're going to get a great game," and then he goes to Fox and their college football coverage, and it's Ohio State forty point favorite over Maryland, and he's screaming, you know, over a C.J. Stroud eight yard run. And you've seen it now happen with other broadcasters, just like I was influenced growing up by Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann and Stuart Scott and Rich Eisen and Craig Kilborn as a guy who grew up in the 90s with SportsCenter. What happens is I think subconsciously other broadcasters then hear what is now the screaming effect and guys such as Joe Buck, Al Michaels, Bob Costas look at it as hackneyed. And as Al Michaels called it, talk radio, where guys are just screaming for the sake of screaming. And, We've done some of that here, and, and we're trying to get on FS1 ourselves. Didn't didn't work. He Not wasn't yet anyway. He wasn't. But that dead. call was so. I, I mean, in the moment, I thought, God, what in the hell just happened? Furthermore, if you look at the kick, it almost didn't go in. It was almost it was almost on the outside of that yeah. right upright. He got distracted by the flag. Edwardsville <laughs> <laughs> like product. Was... He's from Edwardsville. Oh, I the Jags that. kicker. Yeah. yeah. That thing looked like it was just kind of teetering right. It, it, at the beginning, it looked like it wasn't going in. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I missed I'm the whole darn thing knocking out the White Lotus. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in Jacksonville. Not. I, Did you like I it? stopped Miss, with Aubrey yeah. Plaza to watch football. Um, now I'm not comparing the NFL to the Olympics, but he wasn't, yes. he wasn't deadpan on the Miracle on Ice game, was he? <clears throat> no, I wonder if at this point, in, at his age, in all the things that he's seen and all the games that he's done. If he just doesn't get very excited about much of anything anymore, because he's kind of seen it and done it all. Here we go. This, this, this <laughs> isn't the part. That, that part right there. He's annoyed. He wants like. Here we go. All right, here we go. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I your annoyance. I don't and care that... if your your call is monotone. You can't go with. Oh wow, a 27 point comeback. They're about to kick the game. All right. Well, he quickly here says go. it's good, and then just keeps talking about the flag. Yeah, I I, just, I get the flag because that could negate the field goal. But did he say the flag before the kick was good? He no, he said it's good. There's a flag on the field. Oh, I thought he said, and there's a flag on the field. Kick is good. It's flags on the field. You could justify not wanting to celebrate and be a you know be a zamboni type, and I'm I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. But that call was terrible. It had it, it, it if you actually listened to it and didn't know. What part of the game? It sounds like a first quarter. That field call. Well, let me put it this way. Let's say it was somebody who is not a household name. I mean, Michaels, Buck, Costas, Nance. I think for most people over the age of forty, at the very least, would put those guys as the top four uh, of the last twenty. You know, since two thousand. And if that were random guy who had that call, people would be going, "What in the world?" It was. It was. It, rarely do I notice a call because I think for the most part, because you got to kind of jack off Twitter, so you kind of got to stay within a box and, you know, not really say anything, and then, you know, some corporate bosses pay attention to that crap. So you, it's all, if, if you can talk, it's everybody's kind of replaceable for the most part, unless you're at that level of like an Al Michaels, Joe Buck, Bob Costas, and so on. Um, but I was listening to that, and I go, God, I, I wonder about this, if he was irritated that he was back on NBC, because NBC whacked him, and it kind of flew under the radar that they whacked him because he was going to go to Amazon. But he didn't want to leave. He liked working with Collinsworth. I think his hope was that Collinsworth would go to uh, 
to Amazon, but Collinsworth signed a contract, and so it wasn't a choice. Well, they couldn't. It was going to be Aikman. It was going to be Aikman. It was going to be Al Michaels and Aikman, and that's how the whole domino effect thing happened. Was at Amazon Thursday night. But they couldn't force him to do that game last night. But I I don't know. I mean, it it was his call throughout the course of the game. It was noticeable. Really. It was noticeable, but he is right. Well, Marshawn's right in bringing up the Tony Dungy thing. Tony Dungy is, you know, while I think many people have a great deal of respect for him, he is not necessarily what you would think of when you're thinking of a color commentator, especially when he's not somebody who does it on a regular basis, you know, studio guy. So that puts Michaels in a weird spot that he's working with somebody he's never worked with. He's calling a playoff game that was 27 to nothing. But there's just no way that if that's Buck or Aikman or if it's Nance and Romo or Tariko and Collinsworth, that call sounds anything like that. No. And, if, I mean, Joe Buck is criticized. He doesn't make everything great. That, oh, you're a homer for that team. You don't, you're not excited when we score. That's just Joe can't win there. But, yeah. Yeah, Michael just said, you know, I'll take the money, but I'm just going to suck. <laughs> I don't think he said that to himself. That <laughs> was just a – I mean – God love Tony Dungy. I mean, he's not even that good as an analyst on the pregame show, but to put no, him in there, not. he's just god awful. That he, whole that whole pregame show set up. God, I don't, know what, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on. It might be it's so weird. Nobody has a personality. <laughs> it's like everybody's just robotic. Brad Carter, my uh, Jay Jennings guy on Twitter tweets from the No Laying Up podcast. Call, I guess he calls Jason Garrett the clapper. Oh, he's so weird. <laughs> Tron or Jason Garrett? Uh, I don't know anything about Tron. Uh, <laughs> but I can tell you, Jason Garrett, just, uh, he rubs me the wrong way. Something about him. I guess he, I guess he claps a lot on the show. So he does? They do these cheesy so it's, it's, teases. It's Chris Sims, Maria Taylor, yeah. <laughs> and the clapper, Jason Garrett. And, and then you? they go to Jack Collins yeah. for his yeah. pick. Like everybody on that team is a son of somebody. <laughs> Bill Sims's son, <laughs> Collinsworth's son. I mean, it is such, and it's the number one rated show in television every Sunday night. I mean, I know it's not because of the announcers, but it the studio, on. the studio is something else. God, they have like 15 comrades going. Like every when they do the picks, there is not one person that's in the same place. Yeah, you're right. like you got one in a stadium, one's in like a jumbotron, the others are in studio. Then one really guy's nice. at his house. Jason <laughs> Garrett's there though, and he's looking at people. It's just I creeps me out. Yeah, they've got four people. They've got four people in the studio show, but they have 15 people picking. Yeah, the, the, when you, when you, the final picks Anybody are else in, you can find? the bar is like oh. this long. Underneath, like it very fits in the screen. It's like, why are there so many? Tony Dungy's daughter is going to pick this week. Uh, and I don't think picks are terribly interesting anyway. Do you? What, what somebody else's picks are? Oh, that's a Lee Shot Corso. a pick six podcast out of yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Damn, Doug. I'm just not very interested in what someone else. Unless it's Lee Corso putting on the mascot helmet, then you're right, Doug. One it's not, not necessarily. Because when you're a network and all the res- resources that they have, I, I would rather see a, an interesting feature on somebody. Coming yes. up in the game or something that that has more interest to me. Than something wears out a welcome. You have to you have to try new things. I mean, Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend, and puts on a helmet. People cheer. Now that's I mean, good. I it's like been that. going on for twenty years. That's and it's okay. Worn out as welcome. It hasn't. People love that. Well, this is his last year. I think that's why they put McAfee in there. No, I'm not saying it because he he got sick and. He's getting older. No, it's, you don't it's, think that's a fun little gimmick? No, it, no it's just, I love Lee Corson. Not so. I love him too, but the, not so fast, my friend. And then he picks up the wrong thing and starts. To, ah, 
I'm going to do this one. That's okay. The fans cheers. Oh, God. It's just a little 30-second bit right at the end. I like it. and bits. Sketches and bits. Dude, when he had the Oklahoma State and they give him, like, those pop guns or... Yeah. Dude, that's the best it one. It is. Yeah. He, just, he got this oversized head. And he's like, what, 95 years old? He starts swearing, too. He's like lost all yeah, his filter. Yeah, he doesn't care. And I think <laughs> yeah. that, that I like. But Big I, fan. It, it has been 30 years, 25 years since the headgear. But man, so it you just, want it out, too? No, I, it's iconic. I, I don't think you can. But I, I think slowly pushing out Lee Corso and getting... That show needs a little bit revamping. They brought Pat McAfee on. No, that's what I'm saying. I think that that one to try to ease that... You know, replacement of Corso. I think I don't see him back next year, but they, that show's my favorite. They're three hours long. It's college football. It's, but I I don't know. They need to do something with it. Revamp it. Well, I, th- I think putting on the mascot head is the least of their problems. No, no, I agree. I agree that that I'm fine if it changes it's just a, or not. It's kind of a fun little way to end it. Everybody laughs. But they used to do a bunch of individual features, like you bring up on you know the NFL show. But College Game Day used to do a ton of those. They still do, but it, it, they're just not as much, not as frequent, and they're really not as good. I just watch to see who sneaks a sign in that they didn't see. I look for the signs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Design Air Heating and Cooling Your Mother Day! All right. Quote, we provide a show. You got a mouse in your pocket, Plowsy, because you provided two things today. Jack and squat. <laughs> oh. It's pretty obvious God tried to turn off your mic today, but apparently God, unlike Tim, makes a mistake every once in a while. Oh. Anyway, I bet that Randolph Scott had a big one. Dude was on the FBI's watch list packing that weapon of ass destruction. That's from Zig... And then the last name Doug is Steeny. <laughs> Zig Steine. Morn. Oh. <laughs> what is this a picture of? <laughs> Just some guy who's topless with a chin strap beard. Hmm. Where's beefcake? <laughs> no. I got like half a nipple on it. I open up the email and I see him. <laughs> I don't know who the hell it is. Coming from tunnels. Huh? <laughs> it is indeed. More and oh, hey, I see that the Wall Street Journal has rated your crinkle cut fries as best in town. I'll take two orders and twice fry them in schmalcio. Mm. Oh, these are too bland, boy. You want to kick things up, scat boy? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's take these spuds to the restroom ah. where we can sprinkle the bits of fecal matter no. and shrubs that collect in the back of the bowl after a cute boy wipes from front to back and liven up this dish. Think about it, Doug. That's from Tunnels 12,000. (laughs) Tunnels 12,000 with a very poor email. Very poor indeed. I've been having a recurring dream every single night. I'm at the poker table and I keep getting dealt pocket acorns. (laughs) Every hand, pocket acorns. I fold out of sheer nervousness and then here they come again. More pocket acorns. The dealer is Lars Newtbeef. And the other players at the table are crickets. Mm. There are crickets everywhere. I try to close my window, but the crickets just keep coming in. When the action is on me, I look down at my hand, but the acorns are gone, and in their place is a compact disc of Herman's Hermit's greatest hits. I call the pit boss for some help, but here comes Sinbad, who explains my only option is to listen to his TMA interview on repeat. (laughs) I finally try to bet, but I don't have any poker chips. In fact, no one at the table has any poker chips. Everyone is betting with passports. Huge (laughs) stacks of valid United States passports. (laughs) Of course, I can't bet because I don't have one, even though I claim to have started the application process months ago. 
Now the crickets are laughing at me because they know I won't be able to go to Jamaica. Eventually, I leave the poker table and head to the cage to collect my winnings from the Croatia soccer game, <laughs> but they pay me in a tube of exploding penises. I always wake up in a pool of my own sweat with my Vera Wang comforter kicked on the floor. What does it all mean? It's from the JV Golf Coach. Well, yeah. That's that was so good. good. JV Golf Coach. I was, hoping, I was hoping that wasn't Swope because I'd have to vote for him. We flash forward to winter warm-up January 2024 with Cardinals president and GM dynamic duo Pepper and Genie addressing the fans at Ballpark Village for the first time since Darren called himself a twink during a stand-up routine where he was mistaken for a lesbian. Mm. Flossie says he's not for sure who they're going to sign to fill out the rotation, but mentions that Shohei Otani was the best player, was the player he wanted to sign, but just happened to not sign him. Iggy was unable to get any deals done during the winter meetings because he didn't charge his phone and spent most of the time taking smoke breaks and roaming the halls looking for married female media personalities to take out to dinner. Iggy thought he had acquired Fernando Tatis Jr. via Facebook Marketplace, but it turns out the account he was DMing was a bot, not the Padres GM, A.J. Preller. And the player he acquired was 49-year-old Fernando Tatis Sr., who had two grand slams in the same inning 25 years ago. Responding to criticism, the players they traded have gone on to have success elsewhere, such as the decision to trade reigning World Series MVP Nars Lootbar for a fleshlight and a bag of exploding penises. Iggy replied, squirting isn't pee, fight me. <laughs> mm. That's from Buck Swope. Okay. Pretty nice email, Buck. Buck Swope. And finally, who is this itsy bitsy that keeps sending Iggy notifications late at night? Criticize him all you want, but I think the guy's relentless approach to receiving every bell, whistle, and notification from young adults going live on social media is admirable. Thanks. I'm Itsy Bitsy's husband. She's available for a day at a steak restaurant Wednesday and Thursday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Doug, that's what we have for the design air heating and cooling email today. That? What you got? Itsy Bitsy's husband? Itsy okay. Bitsy's husband. Itsy Bitsy's ball and chain. Uh, well, there was a couple good. This Bucks Swope, he's really ratcheted up his game. But in this case, today, I'm going to vote for the old JV golf coach. Yeah, JV golf coach. JV golf oh. coach has shipped the designer heating and cooling email of the day. JV golf coach with a very nice W here. It's designer heating and cooling. Don't forget to go to TMASTL.com and sign up to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. The retired air marshal has made it public. He's trying to win it, but Dougie's been suspended so many damn times. I yeah, I don't, I don't see how he could now. No, six days now he's been suspended. Charges uh, were trouble. Send your emails in for uh, QFTA. Jackson and I will be recording that here over the next few days. And uh, that's T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. And don't forget, coming up here in seven minutes, it's the interview everybody's been waiting for, Doug. Huh. Pepper and Jeannie with Maddie Dreads and oh, Katie Cush. That's right. Has it been uploaded yet? No, 10 o'clock. After the show. Can All I right. ask one question real quick since we have a couple minutes? In season one of White Lotus... Do you think when, you know, the the hotel manager took a dump in the suitcase, oh. was he really taking a dump? Like the actor? It looked awfully authentic. I would doubt it. What if you do a second take? Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it just looked authentic to me. I was saying, would the guy really take a dump on camera? Listen, we all run out of scat once in a while. You, they like can do real. anything with special effects these days. Yeah, I guess, but... You'd have to crunch that in there somewhere. A fake oh, one it. I didn't watch yeah. season one. I was told just start with watching season yeah, two. You, yeah, right. Armand is the best character of any in season Sydney one. Sydney Sweeney was in it, Doug. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, to say you don't need to watch up? season one is an absolute slap in the face to these schmoes. There's only two bridge Armand characters. Armand is a character of legend. Which one was he? 
Yeah. Was he the gentleman yeah. involved in scat play? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I think, don't think I need to see that. Really. I think season two, Stifler's mom was just so annoying. Did you watch season one? Yeah, but she <laughs> wasn't as wasn't as annoying. Uh, he doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> oh, just go away. She it's won a, like a Golden Globe Award uh, for yes. best actress. And had an amazing how. speech. She took nine episodes too late to knock her head on the boat. Ah, oh, jeez, thanks. Spoiler. I don't know if you're done watching mm-hmm. season two. I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I care about. <laughs> okay. So what, people in your general vicinity. <laughs> Was it worth going back to watch season one now that I've seen season two? Yeah. yeah. Season oh, one's great. Yeah, season one's good. Yeah, they're not you don't Sydney Sweeney doesn't oh, get naked, but Okay. It's kind of a waste. All right. Kill well, it. it looks like a beautiful resort they were there. Mm-hmm. In there. It's booked up for like the next three years. I bet. I bet the value of that place skyrocketed. Yeah, so I saw someone tweet like they should have like the World Cup. You should bid. A city should bid to be the next White Lotus. You know what? That'll ha- that'll happen to this resort in Jamaica after we stay there. That's right. Bingo. White Lotus, Jamaica. Can't wait to stay there for my first time in a few years. <laughs> in Jamaica. Next trip we go. There'll be one one employee that doesn't get there because they don't have a passport. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> maybe me, maybe Plausi. Maybe both of us. Wow, 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 wow. You're getting better at teasing. It'll come this week. All right, it's time for us to shut it down. Jackson and I are going to go be held accountable for... Everything. <sighs> Dallas Winter warm-up. <laughs> sucking. Uh, Chris Kerber with us. Is that 10-15? Is that confirmed? Still waiting on that. Oh, no, no. Uh-oh. He's not showing up. Sounds like it. Uh, that's coming up here in a matter of moments on 101 ESPN. And then on the TMA feed, Pepper and Jeannie making a glorious return yep. with Maddie Dreds and Katie Cush. Can't wait to listen right when I get in my car. Uh, it's Pepper and Jeannie making yep. a glorious return for the long-awaited interview. And Jackson and I down the hallway on Balloon Party on 101 ESPN for the Pollock for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for Remember the Ken, for Douglas Sullivan, and Tim McCurdy has been the Ryan Kelly morning after from the Big Global Studios.